Welcome, everybody, to the Bob Ryan, Jeff Goodman, Tagway Long for the Ride podcast. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. Sign up to FanDuel.com slash Boston right now, and new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Okay, so we got a lot of things to cover. Uh, Of course, the Celtics game, which both of you guys were there last night, as this team is completely falling apart. Bob Ryan, I will start with you because you never – took your foot off the Philadelphia bandwagon. Did not. And uh, I was, I once in addition to Embiid's obvious greatness, uh, I'm a longtime uh, member of the Maxi fan club. Um, no, I didn't. Uh, they, they are playing now the way they, you know, they're, they're playing very well. Uh, I didn't think they were deep though at all. And, and, and they have gotten sporadic contributions from their bench and get different guys at different times. Melton in the first game, Niang's had his moments, but it's, it's not about them. It's about that court that starting five, it's about their starting five. And, uh, um, and an underrated player was Tobias Harris, who's quietly at like 16 and 10 last night and uh, giving them what they need. But no, I didn't. And of course I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a doc suck up. I love doc and, and I've always been a fan of doc. So did you talk but, to Doc last night? Well, you I didn't talk to him. I, I, in fact, I, uh, I did something I seldom do, gentlemen. You uh, left I early. The, I was out the door before the uh, final uh, horn. You, you beat. Hey, you beat the traffic out. Well, I did a very good job of getting home. I, I, <laughs> I projected being home by eleven thirty. I was home at five of eleven. So, uh, wow. uh, I, I was. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I was uh, Gar- uh, on the Philly bandwagon, but, but obviously the story uh, was twofold last night. Uh, the Celtics. Uh, put up a pathetic effort uh, until it was too late. You know, I mean, I mean, in terms of, you know, Tatum, you know, he wasn't there in the first period and yeah, he went up with 30, whatever the hell he had. And, and, but they were, you know, they were catch up points. They weren't, they weren't important points. Yeah. There were points to kind of, you know, keep them within distance, but they never put any real game pressure on Philly. That was Philly from honestly start to finish last night. Uh, a dominating win in, I think, a game that everybody thought the Celtics were going to win. At home, yeah. the way they had lost game four, everybody thought that the Celtics were going to come back and probably beat Philly the way that the Sixers beat them uh, in game five. And you know, to me, l- let's start. I know we normally start with the Celtics. I, I want to start with Joel Embiid a little bit here just because and, – and I talked to him a little bit about it last night. I've seen Joel – not play in AU ball and then play at Kansas and then obviously covered him early in his career here in Philly a lot. Um, his maturity is so impressive, guys, because if you remember, like, Joel, and he is, he's still a happy-go-lucky, I call him a kid. He's not a kid anymore, obviously, but, you know, he, he's he's jovial, he's happy. But now when you watch him on the court, he used to talk so much shit. And now he doesn't talk at all. He really doesn't talk at all. 
to the opposing teams, to the refs, to nobody. That dude just plays hard and plays ball. And even in the post game last night, guys, I expected smiling Joel, laughing Joel, and and we got all business Joel. Hmm. And and I asked him about it afterwards. I said, you know, like you've really kind of matured these last couple years. And he said, yeah, it coincides with the fact that I had a son. And and, and honestly, I want to be a good role model for him. And, you know, again, part of it's just growing up, you know, growing up in the league. And, and, but this, this guy has turned in to, again, not, not just the MVP, but somebody, the other thing I thought they would say, Harden and, and Joel last night after the win was one of those. Nobody gave us a chance, right? And I know they haven't won the series. I get it. But you still hear that often, over and over and over in sports, right? When a team that's an underdog ends up getting a win like last night. Nobody gave – there was none of that for Philly. Zero for Embiid and Harden. They've been all – two guys that, again, have been criticized in their careers for being injured with Joel, being a little bit too loose with Joel, and Harden just being Harden being out there and being done and finished. And man, they've been, they've been great. And Maxie, your guy joined them last night. There is no question that that Harden has has, uh, got a negative reputation for his playoff performances and, and that, that uh, he's, he's acutely aware of it. And, uh, and I think, you know, he's, he's, this is a very important uh, retribution thing for him. Uh, You mentioned about the growing up part. That's a a theme that I've observed, obviously in all these years, uh, uh, and it's very interesting because these so many of these young athletes they grow up in public, and 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 they're growing up in public. And I go uh, I go all the way back to Larry, you know, uh, Larry. Now Larry was 23 years old when he came in the league uh, early in his rookie year. A different world than we inhabit today, you know. Of course, these guys are 18, 19. But even imagine Larry, Larry in social media, Bob. Imagine Larry oh. in the social media world. But, right, but even Larry had, uh, you know, and those uh, at that age had to grow up in public. He was he was wary of the media. He didn't trust people. He didn't, you know. He he learned. He, he wound up embracing the whole thing, where he was, you know. But it, he had to go through the process. So I, I he's it, it is a fact. We have to always take that in, not always, but often take that into consideration when we're evaluating these guys that that they have to do stuff that we don't have to do. We none of us have ever had to do, which is really in a sense grow up in public. You'd well, love this kid, honestly. Both of you guys, if you if you had a chance to just sit down and talk to Joel, no, no. he he's just he's honestly he's such a likable guy because mm. because he's so smart. Like I think that's the part people don't understand with Joel. He is so intelligent, so smart, and man, so talented. That 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 chase down block at oh, the end. Thank you. <laughs> you know what I thought uh, of at that moment? I'd yeah. say hustle play. And a Russell play. That's right. Russell, that was a play that Bill Russell would have been very proud to claim of his own. He right. came from way the hell back after. Isn't he the one that lost the ball to start with? Yes. Yes. That's that makes it doubly. And 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 and, and no, it's not like it was an important part of the game. It wasn't. You know, if he doesn't get up and go chase him, no big deal. Right. They're up what thirteen anyway but, at that point. It wasn't like was it was right. It's two point three. game. Right. And I, I, that is a signature moment, and that tells us uh, who this guy is now and where he is at this point in his career. That and is he's a, hurt. I'm glad you and brought he's it hurt, up, Bob. He's not a hundred percent or anything close. Somebody asked him last night in the post game, and he didn't make any excuses or anything. But you could tell he's saying to himself, like, 
yeah, I got to take care of myself between game of four and five because I don't know how my knee's going to re- react to this. I don't know if it's going to blow yeah, up. He's got to get braced underneath that wrap, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of the things that I could say, and this is complete hindsight, and I think that this is a problem that Boston had with the Bruins and also has had with the Celtics, is we started anointing people before they won anything. And – yeah. Bob, you know, Bob, to his credit, kept saying, you know, Philly, I'm still, I'm not done with Philly. I'm not done with Philly. I understand that Embiid and Harden have not won titles. Well, neither have Tatum and Brown. But the Sixers, Bob, have two MVPs. Two. Mm-hmm. And, we, and again, this is all hindsight. This is me being the frustrated Celtic fan this morning. Mm-hmm. What, Tatum was what, fourth or fifth this year? Fourth this year, I believe. Fourth. Brown's never going to get it. No. We talk about the depth, right? But then again, I mean, look, you could MB if he's MB. I mean, I'm going to, I would think, is going to be a Hall of Famer. Harden's going to be a Hall of Famer. I mean, the Celtics right now, we keep talking about potential Bob Ryan, and they're facing two MVPs who are showing up. Well, it's not – these guys are deep enough into their career. We don't have to. They're, they're it's put up or shut up time. It's, and it's, it's, uh, you mean uh, for the Celtics? Celtics. They're not, absolutely, they're, absolutely. It's not, about, it's not about potential. They're, I mean, it, these guys have been around now. They're, they're established, uh, players. And, uh, and that's, that's that. No, I, um, you, you, but I'm not, whether there's MVP or not, uh, you know, whether, I mean, Harden is a past MVP. Those days are gone, but he has, now he's down to flashes. You know, the flashes of the heart. And we've seen it, two 40-point games. That was an efficient game he played last night. You know, we piled up very quiet 10 assists, or whoever it was. It was, I know, it was at least 10, I remember. And, um, you know, he, he uh, and, and the, the two stars were the other two guys. And, and he seems to be okay to accommodate himself to, to his, his current status in life. You know, he, he, he's capable. He's proud of the fact that he's able to, to uh, take over the games when, and, when Embiid wasn't there. Or, and uh, he's but he's very proud of that. Uh, but he knows that there's that he is, doesn't have to be the guy any longer. You know, Ma- Ma- Maxi, by the way, he, he seemed to go anywhere he wanted to go at any yeah, time. Bob, just on a Harden for a minute, though. But to your point, like the game winner in game four. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, just yeah. like there's no doubt that ball was going in. Well. And that 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 one bothers me obviously because oh, of course Brown because made, Brown blew the defense. Well, I mean Brown, you know, and it, it's you know it, it's I understand his zeal and you know and he knows he made a mistake. You know, the thing is you have to have in your head at that moment a two can hurt you, a three will beat you. Right. I mean that was you can't, you can't have the three. All right, but that's no, um, no. You're, the Celtics. I mean, I mean, all right. So your points are well taken. Those guys are are, are very very good players, and and they're they're surrounded by. But just enough, they they aren't very deep, quite frankly, uh, you know, and, and uh, uh, sometimes that matters and sometimes it doesn't. Last night, it was of no consequence. They didn't need anybody else. I want to I want to talk about the coaching here, because we talk about coaching in the NBA and how it's really all about the players. And I, I have to be and I'll, Jeff, I'll start with you on this one. My, mentally, I'm all over the road on this. I'm trying to make up my mind. Um, I want to go back to game four. And right now, I think Doc is is quite frankly out coaching Joe. I mean, he just, everybody does. I mean, that's, that's valid. That's yeah, valid. I mean, he, he just is. So let's go back to game four. You know, the Brad Stevens, Joe Mazzullo, you don't call the timeout and you have Marcus Smart getting the final shot. And the fact that Marcus is, I mean, that's a whole other thing we got to talk about. And I know Bobby's your guy, but you know, 
So they don't call a timeout. They don't get a chance for two for one. They come down. They get a terrible shot. I mean, it goes in, but it's too late. Tatum doesn't go to the basket quick enough. I mean, you should be able to execute that if your coach doesn't call a timeout. I mean, what's going on with the coach here and these players? Yeah, I mean, listen, the bottom line is you got to go earlier. Whether you call a timeout or not, I don't even care as much. You just got to go earlier so that, first of all, you get a chance for for a follow, number one. And if you don't make the shot, you can foul, and you're still going to have a chance to get a three to tie at worst-case scenario. So, you know, I I think my bigger – so my the question I think you're going to get to at the end of all this, Gary, is – should Joe Missoula be the head coach of the Boston Celtics? And why the hell did ownership give him a contract before the playoffs when the playoffs were all that matters for this team? Let's face it. It didn't matter what they did in the regular season this year. All that matters was how far they got in the postseason. And now they're on the brink of elimination. And why? And I love Joe Missoula as a human being. I love him. Again, I'm going to stick up for him while everybody else hammers him and says he comes across as arrogant, no personality, this, that, the other. I know Joe Missoula. I love the guy. I've known him forever. However, I wouldn't have given him the full-time job until after the season. Where else is he going to go? Like, I, I, I never understand this with, with owners, especially owners. Forget athletic directors in college. They're not business people necessarily. The owners are dealing with their own money. They're supposedly really good businessmen. Well, a good, sound business decision is to wait until the end of the year and then negotiate with Joe Missoula once you see if he's your guy, what he did in the playoffs with this team. It made no sense. Well, I don't want to go. I, I, I'm, I understand. I'm with you about 88.5% of the way. I, a, a couple of things there. I, 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 I've all long been a defender of the regular season. That's a philosophical decision, the discussion for another day. Believe me, it is. I understand that. But, don't, I, but I have strong feelings about the, the, the regular season and, and the way people put it down. Okay. Now, as far as the result thing, you're 100% correct about the, the, the thought process here on management. was way, It was a rush to judgment that, that uh, is, it, I wasn't going to say it's backfiring. It, it doesn't look real, real good right now. It's not irresolvable. He may fool us yet. But uh, yeah. I don't think it's fool us. I don't think it's fool us, Bob. I think he could mature. And to be, I mean, we're comparing him right now. How many years has Doc Rivers been a head coach in the NBA? Over 20. Right. So we're, we're comparing a guy with no postseason head coaching experience who was thrust into this role that he didn't ask for. He didn't ask for no. this. No, no he, you're right. That's he, fair. He, That's fair. He was given this. And, and the person that gave it to him was Brad Stevens. So if we're going to blame somebody for this, it might be Brad Stevens. Well, because- uh, hang on, Jeff. I got to push back. What about Tatum? I mean, like they did this to play Kate Tatum. Oh, no question. Tatum wanted Joe Missoula. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and that's what you do. And the players deserve a lot of, of, of accountability for this. Because, yes, if you're Joe Missoula, the key is, to me, how do you get this bunch of cool dudes? Because that's what they are. Cool, no emotion, most of them, right? I mean, how many how many of the guys in this team show actual emotion, real emotion One, during Marcus. the game? Marcus. Mark. One. Marcus. Grant Williams. Two, Marcus. if he plays. Yeah. Right? One, maybe two. But one of your key guys. One of your key guys. I don't know how much everybody respects 
Marcus Smart's like leadership emotion. They respect how hard he goes, but from a leadership standpoint. So, you know, Joe Missoula, you got a hard task to try to get these guys to play with fire, with intensity. That's what this team needs desperately. I've said it over and over. I watched P.J. Tucker on the other team, and I'm like, man, they could use him. They could use that. They could use P.J. Tucker going at Joel Embiid in game four at the end, getting in his face and yelling at Joel. That's what this team needs. Well, there aren't too many of those kind of guys around, you know, as you know, yep. you know, dream, you know, we could, the Draymonds and, and, and Tuckers and, and kind of in that category, you know, as a junior grade Draymond kind of thing for, for a team. Absolutely. Um, one thing we, uh, we have to stop, take a deep breath here for a second. And, and there is a technical aspect of this game that transcends, uh, you know, our, our, our disappointment with the way they reacted to stuff. They had, they were the three point shooting was atrocious, and it, and it and it, and that's the name of the game these days. And you know, and somebody comes up to me, you know, a, a guy near the end of the game says, "What do you think?" I said, nine for thirty two on threes, and they can't stop Embiid. What else do I have to say?" And and uh, you know, the three they had white good looks, as we like to say, they had good looks. Al was zero for the night, zero for the game, zero for six in the first, yeah, with good looks that Al makes, and 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 so, you know. It, it, Let's not discount that. I mean, it, that, they just didn't make those threes. That they, and there's, there are nights when they make them and they're like invincible. They make 22, 21 threes. You know, that's that's the game now. That's why I'm not totally giving up on, on – I'm not giving up. I don't – they can – not easily, but they certainly are capable of winning in Philadelphia and pulling the series out still just by shooting better. And not like Philly was – defense was suffocating. I don't think so. Horford, how many how many open uncontested threes did Al Horford make, miss? Everyone. 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 Every three he They're took all, was uncontested. Yeah. And they usually are with him, by the way. Right. I mean, they are. He, he's not exactly got creating space for himself. He, right. he plants himself, you know, in the spot and they give him the ball and he throws it up. Okay. Anyway, so, you know, we, when we're denigrating them and, it's, and, and we're all angry, you know, and I'm, you know, annoyed, I, you know, the word I love to use this team, this team annoys me and, and they, they do annoying things. But the, there was a technical aspect of this that, that overshadowed everything else. They didn't make the damn threes, you know, which would have changed right away. It would have changed it. Yeah. They spent the entire night trying to catch up. The, the one little gasp when they went, they got it from 15 to five at one point. That was it. Close they ever got was five. And then it went back up and that was the end of that. And the rest of the game was, you know, it was, you know, it was a disaster. Uh, one other thing I'm going to throw out there, I was thinking about during the game and it finally happened to a small degree, but nothing materialized was it. Okay. You're having a night when you're not making your threes. You've got two guys on your bench whose raison d'etre in this league is making threes. Yeah. One of them is six feet tall and the other six feet eight. Well, the six feet tall guy got a, a whiff and he played five minutes and never took a shot. And then goodbye, sit them down. Pritchard, Hauser never wouldn't. I just was, hey, take a chance. Why is he on the team? All right. So and now that's that's a coaching decision, you know. That Hauser played; he played a lot in the first series, a lot. He's had his, you know. So I'm just saying, you had that option to, to, hey, and nobody would fault you if you did that, you know. Hey, that's why they're here. Give them a shot. Put them out there. No, it's a good. Listen, Bob, it's a good point. Do you think though you have to be able to compensate for a poor shooting night from three if you're going to win a championship? You see that that's you got to have, and every night, all right. We all know that league is a three-point league. Okay. Right. But you've got to have a, 
a, a try a way to win when it when they're not dropping. Right. You got to have Plan B, and 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 there was no evidence of any obviously. Of, right. of any. Uh, now I looked up at one point though. I looked up at the board and and at when my when and and they were shooting fifty percent on twos at one point in the, in the third quarter or late in the third, early fourth. And, and I'm thinking, you know, they're shooting 50% on twos. And of course they're bricking up the threes and, 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 uh, um, you know, so, you know, they, but they, you know, didn't, they, they, they didn't well, have a plan. The, the reality is, is if you're not making your threes and you have to rely on the traditional field goal, then you got to play defense and defense sometimes is right. hard. The defense, right. Well, the defense with, they, and, and, you know, they couldn't, they couldn't, you know, try, Embiid is a load. He's a problem he, for anybody at any time. We're looking at historical greatness. This guy is a is a historically uh, a, a player of the 21st century, a seven foot guy, uh, 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 200 and God knows what, uh, who's light on his feet uh, and 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 has a soft, good hands and a soft touch, and 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 casually throws in threes and and, and can bully you to get to the basket when he wants to do that, and makes his free throws on top of everything right. else. This no. guy, is, he's, he's a load. He's tremendous. Uh, Jeff Goodman, have you seen Rob Williams lately? <laughs> uh, no, Bill Russell has not shown up yet. <laughs> That's what people were calling him a year ago. And I'm like, well, what are we doing here? He does. He gives you a different dimension against some teams, but – He's been a complete no-show. I mean, well, no that's show. what we talked about. They need Williams to win a title. And I'm yeah. like, I, I even like to look at the box score last night. I can't going, rely on him. You just can't rely on him. And even when yeah. he's been in the game and healthy, it's like he's not even there. It's I mean, over. The Rob Williams experiment is over. I, I've said this. They paid him. To me, <laughs> it's funny. I remember I, I've been wrong on a lot. But I, I think one of the things I think I said at, at one point was when they signed Smart and Robert Williams – could you build both of their values up and trade them both at one point? And to be honest, if you had done that, and, and I don't know what you could have gotten for those guys, but I think at one point, Robert Williams' value was was pretty high, wasn't it? Yeah. Hey, Bob, how do you feel about your guy smart in this series? No, what's changed? He is what he is. I mean, he's just, uh, he's had his moments, obviously. And, 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 you know, the, I'm still, I don't say, I'm not down on smart in general terms at all. And I'm not down on Robert Williams. I'm going to be the, the, the you know, the dissenting voice here. I, I, I've i seen too much, too many times when he's had a tremendous impact on the game, on a game. And, and uh, you know, right now you're right. You're right. He wasn't visible. Uh, and, and, but I'm not, I don't think that's a permanent status. So um, I, I, I'm not giving up on Robert Williams. I, I still think that, that the, my, I'm the supposition that he has to have a prominent role if they're going to win the championship. Uh, I, I still say that. Uh, Bob, uh, you say that this series is not over. Uh, Jeff Goodman, is this series over? No, no, no. It's absolutely not over. Uh, listen, you know, again, do you completely trust James Harden? You don't know what you're going to get. Like, James Harden is like a box of chocolates, right? You have no idea what yeah, you're going to yeah, get. Yeah, right. So, uh, Joel, I trust. But, like, and also it's this, this drop coverage they're playing against Joel. I get their shooters are, 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 you know, their bench guys are making threes, but man, you're, you're just giving them twos. You're handing him twos because nobody's guarding him at the foul line. It's there for him every single time. The other thing is when Hortford's not making threes, Embiid is just playing free safety there. And nobody from the Celtics wants to go anywhere near Joel when he's around the rim. Tatum won't look at the rim for the most part. When Joel's down there, that's who's been intimidated 
the whole team, but Tatum in particular right now has been scared to go out and be because honestly, Joel is so athletic, moves so well for someone his size that honestly, anybody going to the rim, they're going to get swallowed up and they have. Yeah, you're right. No, he's been he's been he's a force. Anybody that, that doubted him, uh, you know, and or his MVP credentials. Not that there wasn't a, other good choices. So that's another that's yet another discussion for another day. But I mean, it was always health with him. No, everybody knew he could play. Always. That's it was right. always health, you know. Yep. And and unfortunately, the Celtics they had a chance to steal one game four to wrap up the Celtics here. They had a chance to steal one in Philly, and they didn't. And they let him back up off the mat, you know. And that's it kind is, of what, hey, Bob. Is Embiid the most talented big man you've ever seen play this um, game? And and that um, I think that yeah uh, yes the answer is in terms of the, of the ability to face up and casually shoot threes and do that. I mean he's it's, it's all around ability as a as a big man. He can play the low post game. He can he can hurt you there. And 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 once again I had that extra out of the traction is that he this isn't any shack uh, deal. This guy makes his threes. I mean his, his free throws. You know don't foul him. And and uh, that's another additional problem. You know, this, sometimes with guys you can get away with that, but you can't get away with that with him. No, no, he's he's extor- I, I said it last night. Sorry, I said he, you look at he's historically you know great. He, you, you, this is a guy we uh, doing things at a level with that body that we have not seen at this at this level before. Yeah. All right, guys, we move on right now uh, as we wrap up the Celts. Um, should we fear the Heat, Bob Ryan? Yes. Uh, I think so. Uh, that they they get it. Uh, Jimmy Butler, is, everybody's fascinating on that. But the, you, you can't deny the guy. The guy has this ability to uh, in in the playoffs. He 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 and and he he's he's playing at an extraordinarily high level. Um, uh, once he, now, the thing about them is interesting that they keep playing this way. Is that uh, Tyler Hero was a very important piece of that puzzle, and they do not have him. And it's not like anybody's filled the void. Actually, we thought our our, our our friend Duncan Robinson, you know, was an opportunity. There is an opportunity, and he may yet come out and hit six threes some night in a game for them in a playoff game. But yeah, uh, and the thing is, you talk about uh, uh, Hall of Fame uh, people that you're confronting. Uh, Eric Spolstra, you know, has got the, that aura now. He, he is a great coach, and so I would respect. Yeah, I, they're going to beat the Knicks. They're tougher, frankly. They're tougher. They're going to beat the Knicks, and and then uh, they're going to be there. We're waiting for waiting for whoever emerges from Boston, Philly, and it's not going to be easy. We we had a good uh, Gary. I won't go into all the specifics. Bob can say what he wants. We had a good conversation uh, prior to the game last night with ESPN's Brian Windhorst, who I still think is the best, like elite analyst, NBA analyst. Just knows so much and doesn't kiss everybody's ass. Says it the way it is. I, I love Wendy. He's he's the best. And part of it was talking about Jimmy Butler and how he can wear on on guys. Yeah, um, he made that the regular point. season. Yeah, he made a great point about the the the, the difference between uh, he, you know, how he conducts himself and 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 in the regular season and 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 then when you get to the playoffs, you know, it's it's, it's a whole different matter. Let him go. They they just appreciate him then. They yeah. they they kind of wipe the slate clean of of all the Jimmy Butler <laughs> nonsense. And what he's done in the regular season, and say, all right, you know what? Let's bring in playoff Jimmy. We're good with everything, and let's go. And and he does. You know, he's had that chip in his shoulder his whole his whole life, coming out of junior college and the way he was raised. Obviously, um, he he he's elite when it comes to the postseason. But I think it's it's as much as about Jimmy as it is that 
I just don't trust anybody not named Jalen Brunson for the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. They're just not guys that I think have that shit to them. That, you know, Jalen Brunson, I'll take it. I oh. tweeted the other day, and I this is this is good homework for you, Bob. I don't know if you saw my tweet. How many point guards you would take today in the NBA over Jalen Brunson? Yeah, Jalen Brunson. I'll, I'll, I'll sleep on that one. I mean, I'll think about that one. I, you know, as you know, my stance when they signed him was, oh, I, I have coveted this guy, but only as a third guard, only as a, a useful adjunct to my, to my, you know, and, and when they signed him, I said, well, that's great, but, you know, come on, they're paying him like he's a star. Yeah. Well, guess what? <laughs> I was wrong, yeah. totally wrong, and he is a star, and, and uh, he's proving it. Uh, he proves it every night. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, how do we feel about the Lakers and the Warriors? Jeff, I'll start with you on this. I mean, you know, I was talking to somebody, an NBA guy last night, and he said, I I still don't think the Warriors are dead. I I still think they can come back and win this series. And, you know, if it were anybody but LeBron on the other side, I would say you're probably right. But, like, is LeBron really going to lose three straight here? And, And AD, last I checked, they look healthy right now. And their pieces have been pretty good. D'Angelo Russell, we have not talked enough about D'Angelo Russell on this pod this year. And, you know, the fact that D'Angelo Russell, when he was in L.A. the first time around, he was so young and immature, right? He, he, he loved the nightlife in L.A., have fun, which you can't blame him, was the top pick. It didn't go well. Then he goes, what, Minnesota? Doesn't go well there either. Now he comes in and... Yeah, there's pressure on him, but there's not pressure, pressure on him. The pressure is more to fall in line and be a really good third guy behind LeBron and AD. And he's perfect in that role right now. Perfect. Yeah, he is. And, and not only that, but they're getting uh, nightly benefits from different people. Yeah. You know, the game one shooter had 19. And then, uh, you know, um, of course, Walker was was tremendous. Reeves is there. They're getting... There's these timely contributions from the auxiliary pieces of the puzzle. I, I'm worried about them. I would. I'm. I'm worried about. I mean. I. I this is about Golden this State. Is, this is the nightmare. I mean, about the Warriors. I mean. Yeah. I mean, I met the Lakers. That. Then this is the nightmare scenario for the world that 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 they would have put it together at the right time. You know, and and LeBron. You know. You know. Hey, hey, Bob. Remember what I said earlier in in the pod? The regular season doesn't doesn't mean quite as much. The Lakers are, are 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 showcasing that even more than the Celtics. I know, no, they, they are. Well, it doesn't. Well, that what it means. Once again, I want to have that discussion someday, but we're not going to have it today because I, I'm I, I'm here to defend the regular season, which I get. Sport. Yeah, I get. It. I'm sport. just saying. You okay, can okay. Turn it on. Now, Some teams can. The opponent. There's stuff going on. This Jason. The, the, tell what, what Jordan Poole. I mean, <laughs> the dude got punched. He got punched by his teammate earlier this year. I'm not saying it still has this like major effect, but do you think all is great with with him and Draymond after the dude punched him and it leaked out to everybody and anybody? 
And Jordan Poole, listen, he's still a piece. They they overpaid. I mean, they completely overpaid him. When you're playing with Steph, you know, with with Draymond, with some of these other guys, it, it's a little bit easier. And then when you become the guy and, and there's pressure on you and there's expectations on you, I mean, he's been buried now. He what he oh, he, well down to down to uh, a ten minute ten minute stint, and and zero for four, and and that's unimaginable. This guy was average twenty points a game. This guy was a twenty points a game guy, and and you know it was a very major part piece of their puzzle. So that's a what a time of of the year for this you know in, I won't say implosion, but this deterioration to be taking place. You know now I, I still aren't giving up on them either because how can you give up on on Thompson and Curry and 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 uh, and Wiggins and uh, you can't so but uh, it's a fascinating series in that regard but but there's something they're 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 not uh, copacetic right now you know the the Warriors it, it's something's you know off there and and uh, that that's the you know bad time of the year to have to have, have them, that's for sure is there any chance that uh, Denver hangs on and beats no. the Suns now with the Joker there. Well, I'll start with you. Um, this is gonna be open. This is still no, there, right. Series. He got he got he got fined, right? Not suspended. Yeah. From, uh, yeah. Right. Fine. Uh, that was a strange incident, by the way. But yeah. uh, uh, you know, for sure, but from start to finish. Uh, yeah, Denver. I I I've been kidding about Denver, and nobody outside of Denver takes them seriously. And, and here they are. I think we better take them seriously. Uh, you know, they can they can play this game, and and you know, uh, when when their pieces are all. To go functioning there there was they're as good as anybody they've earned that right to, to, to have that number one seed um yeah they're going to beat the the suns i think uh despite you know durant and booker and uh they're going to beat them and, and they're going and they're going to they're going to be formidable they're, they're, there's no i i uh you know joker is the joker he had another routine triple double the other night uh you know they're they're hey, bob uh, you know who had 25 points in in, in denver's win last night Michael Boston's own Bruce Brown. Oh, Bruce Brown. Yeah. So people, yes, that was, Big. he was an important part of the Nets puzzle. I know that. And uh, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's tough, man. Like he is, he is one tough dude. I remember seeing him when he was younger and then he went to Miami and he's just, I mean, what did he play the five at times for, for the Nets? Mm. Uh, mm. When they had no size. <laughs> I mean, could Denver yeah. give the Lake? I mean, we're, I'm assuming the Lake. Oh, God. Yeah. Far. Could De- De- Denver can't give the Lakers a hard time, can they? Sure, they can. I'm picking them if that happens. I mean, I still I'm like not, Denver I'm over not, the Lakers. I'm not projecting the Lakers to win the title. I'm projecting them to give you, a, you know, to, to be competitive in a way that we weren't sure they could ever be this year, and they are. They're, they're as good as they're as good as the, you know anybody could have hoped them to be. I don't think it's going to be enough to win the whole thing, even if they were to win the West. I don't, but I, but I certainly think Denver. I would still favor. I like the way Denver's playing in general, you know, and, and I think, I think, I think we need a, a flashback to, you know, the old days of, of uh, six years, Lakers NBA finals. Well, oh, it would be great. I, and you I, know, the commission wants it. Yeah. I mean, the league would love it. I mean, it, come on. There's you, lots of, you have Embiid and you have LeBron. I mean, LeBron, I mean, it, it represents the past and the future. I mean, Durant, God bless him. But I mean, if you have, we all said with a healthy Embiid and LeBron, I mean, it's the best player from, Years gone by to arguably the best player in today. Yeah. By the way, uh, the ratings have been good. Uh, yeah. ESPN is immensely pleased with the ratings they've been getting in, in their games, and which is which is encouraging. I like, you know, I'm. Yep. I'm, I'm glad every that, you know. series has been 
like interesting. I don't think yeah. there's been like a bad series for the most part. Oh, they're all, all right now. That what we have going, I'm, I'm intrigued. I can't wait to watch the Celtics. I mean, watch the Knicks in the Heat tonight and, yeah. and, and, and as we speak. Uh, I got to throw this one out before we go anywhere uh, and switch to yeah. uh, another world realm of basketball. Yeah. But a, a Hall of Fame coach who's never been uh, as far from, you know, tongue wagging for various yeah. reasons has really got himself in some deep doo-doo right now, perhaps. And that's Bob Huggins yeah. of West Virginia, who uh, uh, had a foolish radio interview with the yes. cup uh, and in which he, he uh, came out with, what can only be interpreted as uh, uh, homophobic uh, yeah. mentions. And, 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 and uh, you know, the, he's, can he, I don't say, can he survive this, but what do you think? Is no, the, that's fair. Can he survive this is fair. I, mean, I think he will. Uh, you know, I'm I'm hearing, and again, not done yet. They're still obviously talking at the highest levels at West Virginia, but I'm hearing that it sounds like it's headed towards a suspension, and 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 you know, obviously, you know, uh, going to sensitivity uh, classes, things of that nature. Here, here's what I'll say: is you can't say that word. Obviously, we know that. We know that. Major, major, major. Um, I'm not even calling it a mistake. It's it's obviously yeah, worse. Yeah, yeah. He came out right away and apologized uh, profusely in a statement. I would like to see him, hear him, um, talk a little bit about it. And, and I'm sure that's what the administration at, at West Virginia has has probably um, wanted to hear from him. You know how remorseful is he? Ultimately, I, Bob Huggins isn't perfect. We know that. We know he's had his issues over the years. What I will say is ultimately, when you talk to people in the industry, when you talk to the players he's coached, coaches in the industry, everybody uh, talks about how good a guy Bob Huggins is and how much he's done for people over the years. So I always find it hard in these situations to cancel somebody for one mistake, which was a bad mistake. It was awful. You can't say that. You know, and the thing when these things happen, you say, "What's really simmering inside of him to to think that was okay, even remotely?" He was okay. joking, but you can't joke. No, you can't. No. You, you got to be smart. I, I can tell, as someone who's put his foot in his mouth in public, and in fact, I'm coming to the 20th anniversary of my biggest faux pas of 20 years ago, and then and with Bob Lobel and all that. Uh, I know, you know, you can say some stupid things in public and and and, and on the air. And in this case, being egged on by apparently a couple of buffoonish radio guys, yep. you know, so it was a bad mix. I mean, you know, and. Uh, but it's it, on hugs. This was on hugs. This wasn't their fault. Yeah. You know, like they egged him on a little bit, but this he, he needed to be smarter than this. You can't you cannot say that word really in any context right now. Yeah. Um, it, he didn't make it personal. It was personal against the Xavier fan base. It wasn't personal against somebody individually. Uh, but yeah, listen, I, I hope he does. I've said this publicly and, and maybe I shouldn't. I hope he doesn't get fired because, again, I think Bob Huggins has done a lot of really good things for people. And and I just feel like in this day and age, we do cancel people pretty quickly. And well, uh, he's getting and hammered. Like, Double team hammering in USA Today uh, uh, on, on Tuesday from yeah. uh, Dan Wilkin and uh, Mike Freeman both going after him big time and and uh, you know one can, uh, can we like i don't i just don't understand we all make mistakes and and can't <laughs> we learn from those mistakes can't we yeah. like well, too, bob huggins isn't too old 
you're not too old. I'm not too old to learn from our mistakes as long as we are deeply apologetic and want to get better as as people. I I just I don't know. I I have a hard time again with people who've done so much good for others. Mm-hmm. And that's when you talk to people, they will all come back to the same thing, which is we love hugs because he's all all about doing the right things for kids, for coaches in the game, for people. I don't know. One of my little, not personal takeaway, but uh, I, I learned this quite a while ago. I didn't realize. Uh, remember, this, the whole source of this was the discussion about the Cincinnati Xavier rivalry. And, and it is one of the most unknown great rivalries in America and, and college basketball. That, you know, know. Carolina, they know yeah. about, you know, this, uh, you, uh, all the others. But but uh, that that that's an intense rivalry. We, we, we found out we got a whiff of, of, of it from that. Not that I want to make light of what he said, which was stupid and awful. But uh, the fact is that that, that is a that just put shed the light on a, on a very interesting. I went a few years ago, Bob, I took my daughter. I took Talia a few years ago. It was insane. I mean, again, I, you know, remember the one years ago with, they got in the fight at the end of the game and two Holloway and Mark Lyons uh, throwing haymakers. And they told them to zip them up after the game. I mean, it was, it was ugly. (laughs) It was a brawl. And uh, yeah, again, I don't know. I I just feel like we're all one word away. No, yeah. from being from being canceled and and you know wouldn't you like to think what we've done in our careers and how we've handled ourselves should uh should be enough to to allow us to make a mistake and and, and be penalized of yeah. course yeah. but be able to learn from that mistake and get better as people that's all i'll, I'll second that all right guys great shows always hopefully the Celtics bounce back jeff goodman bob ryan until next time guys and I do so, have to let people know this episode of the Bob Ryan, Jeff Goodman, Tangway, Along with the Right podcast brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. Right now, new customers can get no sweat first bet up to $1,000 on no sweat first bet up to $1,000. So check it out at FanDuel.